Salutations! Oh, there it is. <laughs> and welcome to the 85th episode of the In the House podcast. Yeah. The official podcast of Scouts' House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. I am your host, Evan Floyd, and I am uh, just, just pleased as punch to be here yeah. tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. We've got a guest, which is always nice. Yeah, there's nobody stuff, wants to listen to us. No. <laughs> there's stuff happening. Uh, the news is starting to come out. Yeah. Uh, stuff that uh, we've been having to tease and be worried about. It's actually coming to the foreground now, and that, mm-hmm. that gets, you, gets me going. The players reported this week. Yep. They are training. They're ready to go. Soccer balls are being kicked. I like that. It's no, the, the By weight, people you want to kick them. The weight is getting... Closer to being over, and that's all you can really that's ask. The great thing about, about soccer is that the, the offseason is so short, it's great. But to be able to break all of this down, I'm going to need somebody to talk to, and I can think of no one better than my partner, who tonight is coming to you live from the Louisville City Conference Room. <laughs> For real this time. For real! <laughs> For real this time. Andy Frederick. Woo! Andy Frederick, thank you. Yeah. You doing all right, buddy? Good, man. Yeah? Good. What, what, the last show we did... We did, we, we've gone three this weeks. Is, this is the first time we've ever gone three weeks. First time ever. Yeah, 85th. So we have 15 left. Yeah, 15 more, you and me. And in five episodes, we'll start bringing in the new yeah. co-hosts, the people who will take over the reins from us. Who's reached out to you? Uh, I, I'm not going to name names because, uh, okay. in case I don't invite any of them to come and participate. But okay. there are. Uh, I've got a list of some folks who are going to come in and uh, try out and hang out, and uh, we'll see who takes over. Usual suspects. I don't think anybody on that list would surprise anybody. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm optimistic that it'll be really good. So, okay. uh, anything new going on in your world? Man, just just dad life. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I'm teaching him curse words already. Excellent. I just sit in front of his in front of his little chair for about an hour every day, and just cuss at him. It's like I'm tr- I'm trying to get him. That just trains him. Yeah, I mean, because the second one of his teachers gets in his face, he'll know what to say. Uh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> he'll know what to say. All right. Well, Andy, we've got a guest tonight, and uh, it is one of my bosses. So uh, as as I like to do. Uh, I'm actually getting a phone call from Scouse right now, but uh, as I like to do, I, uh, I I peek around the office and see who's still here, and uh, if we don't have anybody. And uh, tonight, I was lucky enough that Mitch Reed is in the house. This is our new senior vice president, executive vice president, just vice president. He's the vice president of sales and marketing for yeah. Google City. It's awesome. Been here about three, four months, something like that at this point, and we're really pumped up about I'm what he means. I'm that job. So you better be good. <laughs> but regardless of your title and your position, Mitch, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. So we're in, uh, we're in the conference room here at the office, and uh, to try to give us a little bit of an uh, uh, overview of what it is that your role is with the club. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've noticed that day after day, yeah, and I try I'm not to really, say anything. I'm really trying to figure that out. Uh, every day it changes. It's like, well, you do this and this and this. And I was like, well, yesterday I didn't do that. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I don't know. It's just it, every day is new. You got to keep it fluid. Right? Yeah, that's right. You yeah, got to keep, keep it loosey-goosey. Who wants to do the same thing every right? day? Nobody. Right? Nobody. Everybody does. wants to Not me. <laughs> so tomorrow I'm cleaning toilets. So... I, I was whatever, wondering who was going to start step up whatever, and do that. Whatever it takes to make this place run, I'm in. 
we well, appreciate that. About the little city offices, the toilets are terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned that you've only been here for a short time, and uh, your position before you came on uh, didn't exist. We created it, and then you were the you were the man who was tapped for the job. Uh, you are sort of indicative of the entire uh, increase in staffing that we've been doing here in the front office lately. Uh, what was Brad's pitch to you when he said, uh, come and work for us? Uh, he said, hey, look at this uh, building over here. <laughs> this is ours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is ours. You want to you wanna help uh, bring this thing to life? Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Did um, did he mention anything to you about a crest or a logo before he brought oh, you on? Uh, no, but I soon found out about the <laughs> crest and logo as here you go. Yeah, deal with this. Come work for us. Also, was, here's this shit show. <laughs> yeah, that's a triangle. That is a triangle. Don't tell me anything different. That's a triangle. Uh, well. Uh, Besides the fact that you got handed uh, a beautiful new stadium and a busted ass logo, uh, you also inherit uh, the it's idea. It's even. It's even. It is. Give it cancels give itself take, out. Give and yeah. take. Uh, you also inherited uh, a lot of what we're going to be having to do with the NWSL team. Uh, can you give us any kinds of updates on uh, where we are with NWSL stuff? What are you going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> I, w I wish we knew. Uh, but, you know, we were going to call it something. I don't know if we're still going to call it that. We're going through, you know, look, we, we know we uh, didn't have the right structure and process. We're going through correcting that. And I think, you know, fans have been great and the community's been great. And we've been talking to hundreds and hundreds of people, um, you know, throughout the community. We really have, you know, we just two weeks of intense uh, focus groups with, mm. um, soccer players from the age of 10 all the way up to the NWSL players themselves. Wow. Um, what do 10-year-olds have to say? Um, the Louisville Cooties. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it was, they want to be fierce, you know? Yeah, they sure. There, and they had some great feedback, um, and their parents, and you know, we talked to supporters, we talked to front office owners, community groups, I mean, you, you name it. There's, um, we're trying to get it right um, in this process. I can't say too much right now, but we got some great feedback, and I, I feel great about where we are. Yeah. Um, when it was here, take this. Um, you know, we, we did what we could with it, but um, I feel good about this process. And then we got the right people involved. We got a lot of great feedback, and now it's we got to go through it all. Yeah. Uh, dissect it, and we got you know my, Matthew Wolf. I mean, that guy's excited about that, that guy's a genius. We actually talked to him today. He is he's pumped. He, he's really excited. He's already started some stuff and. Um, he's like, I've got, I've got, you know, I'm starting to work on, you know, some things, but I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. So where are we going in this direction? Has he shown you any mock-ups no, or no, anything nothing. like that? He won't, he won't, he won't show he won't it. He's it. keeping it, he's keeping it close, um, you know, locked up in New York in his little apartment, uh, right now. I picture him having this like crazy ritual, like this weird creative ritual, <laughs> like walking around, like in his boxer shorts, that's it, like drawings you know what i mean like one of those crazy artist guys i hope that he's yeah, not that. you know no in my experience with him that wasn't really the yeah. case yeah i don't i don't think so, I don't think so. he seemed intense but like in an approachable kind of a way which yeah. i liked about him like he was going to take it seriously but not necessarily yeah. himself seriously which was a nice that's a nice combo 
Uh, I'm, I'm crazy excited about what he's going to come up with for both the men's and the women's teams because I think it could be special and iconic. Yeah, and I'm so impressed with his. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I said. I said, all right, so here's all the stuff that Louisville has that we don't really know what we're known for, but right. here you go, man. Good luck. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I mean, I feel like he had, you know, he gave me this little smirk when he left. He's like, he's on to something. All right, which so is I'm, fun. Yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But it was just amazing going through the process and just his soccer knowledge mm-hmm. and about logos and mm-hmm. teams. And he's like, well, there's a team in this country that, you know, actually has this kind of – let me pull it up. Here, I got this. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I always like and appreciate when you're talking to somebody about something about which they are supposed to be expert – and then they immediately demonstrate to you that they are yeah. an expert in it, oh, yeah. as opposed to yeah. just sort of like just take this, my word for it, right? <laughs> a, a reputation is a great thing, but being able to talk to somebody and you immediately can tell this guy knows exactly what he's talking about—it's very comforting. Yeah, uh, I had the same experience, honestly, and I'm, I'm not saying this just because of the stadium. I had the same experience with Tom Nielsen, the guy who runs the grounds crew for—he uh, <laughs> ran it for the bats, and now he's going to be running the the lawn for us over at, uh, at uh, Lynn Family Stadium. And uh, the first time the first time I talked to him about grass, I was just like, oh, man, it looks great out there today at Slugger a couple of months ago, or even a year ago. And uh, he was like, he immediately launched into this diatribe about, you know, uh, sun angle versus uh, the type of seed that he had versus the type of soil that he was thinking about moving over and the nitrogen enrichment treatment he was going to do. Yeah. And he just, it took two minutes to realize this guy knows absolutely everything about this. I feel comfortable yeah. about this. Go do it. Yeah. And uh, I love that. Yeah, he walked over. He said, "These five pieces of grass are going to die quickly. <laughs> but, uh, they're going to be uh, dead. But don't those worry. Five, those five pieces, we'll get that them back. Blade, we'll, that's we'll, Harry. We'll bring them back. We'll bring them back. Harry's the backbone of all this. <laughs> he is the linchpin of the whole yard. <laughs> holds all this together. Uh, uh, Mitch, can you talk to us a little bit about how you end up in a position like this? What, what's your background look like? Um, so my background is mostly in the NBA." Um, I am from Indiana, so I'm not far. This is great because it's close to home. I've been through Louisville a lot as a kid um, and, you know, just north of Indianapolis. So this is a little bit closer to home. I went to Ball State, which is just two hours from here. Very familiar. Uh, I went to Derby once, but I don't remember it. That's the way it's supposed to be. It, yes. it, it happened, but I was, in the, I was in the back of the car, <laughs> passed out, which they said it was a great race. Uh, yeah. It ended and started and ended quickly. Um, <laughs> two minutes, kind of like Kind of like my day. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's close to home and, you know, as we got a, you know, growing family, this is, this is cool to be able to uh, have the kids grow up next to their nieces and nephew. But I left right after college, went to Atlanta, spent 10 years in Atlanta, uh, working actually in hockey and basketball. So the Atlanta Thrashers, um, which are now the Winnipeg Jets were, were part of us. And then the Atlanta Hawks and the arena there, which was, you know, I got to see some really cool shows there. Because uh, everybody to yeah, everybody right plays Atlanta, Atlanta. so yeah. I mean it's like shows I never thought I would go to, and some I wish I wouldn't have, but I still went. <laughs> so I've got this ticket stub to say I was there. Um, so Ten years there, and, and just a sales guy, trying to learn the ropes, and um, it wasn't the um, greatest uh, sales team when I got there. Okay, uh, but I learned a lot, and we had some great leaders that, that came through there that really. Uh, groomed me. I grew my career up into the leadership team. Um, then went to Cleveland, uh, pre-LeBron part two. Okay. Uh, 
it's almost like I planned it. Sure. Uh, so you showed up while he was in Miami. Uh-huh. And uh, got your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I shot him a bunch of you know DMs on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was like, hey man, this place is great. In Miami, South Beach. I'm in North Beach, man. Look at me, you know. Look at me here on the you know on the banks of, of Lake Erie. Who wouldn't want to be here? Dude, so, Miami sucks. Man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you not remember how beautiful Cleveland is in the winter? The place is terrible. Look at Come my on. biceps from shoveling snow. Come there on. you go. This is incredible. So went there and then. Literally a year later, um, he returns. Um, I never want to go to San Francisco again after all those trips out there for the finals. Uh, But it was a great experience and just amazing. uh, I keep keep asking you, and eventually you're going to do it. You're going to bring in that ring for me to be able to see. It's coming. I like... uh, It'll be here. I'm really a big fan of the Louisville City Championship rings, and I'm still a little annoyed that I didn't get one this past year. Uh, but uh, I think there's a, it's a bit of a different animal going from a, a Louisville City USL championship ring up to a Cleveland Cavaliers uh, NBA yeah. championship ring. It's, uh, it looks like it came out of a Cracker Jack box. It's not, it's not that cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you ever wear it just because? You should just wear it every night. Like, a nice summer day and just I, put it on. <laughs> it, it, it literally tears tendons in my shoulder. It's like, it, it, you don't have to brag. I, I mean, it, I'm, it, it, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not that strong. Uh, Is LeBron it, a nice guy? I've always wondered that. You know, it's it's interesting. I get this question a lot. Um, oh, well, he's different I'm sorry. behind the scenes. No, he, he's amazing. Um, I remember going, when, when he first came back, we went on a hospital visit mm-hmm. um, to one of the, you know, these, these children are terminally ill. And um, we went there and the whole team was there and there was all these, you know, we show up and the doctors and nurses are all excited, you know, it's yeah. LeBron, right? So, I mean, the, everybody's kind of crowding the hallway and he turned and he said, look, we're here to spend time with these kids and we need everybody out of the way. And if they don't, we're leaving. We have a mission here to, you know, basically, um, make the, make the day for these kids that you know um, that, that need us the most, and it was amazing. And I like hearing that. Literally yeah. two hours of like just you know playing games and joking, and it was it was incredible. And you know, a lot of people don't see that, right? Yeah. They see the competitive side, and you know what you see, um, you know the drama of the NBA. Yeah. Um, but I got to see that, and, and then worked with this foundation when I was there, which was pretty amazing. It really changes the perspective when you you know they're humans. Yeah. And really great people behind the scenes. I love hearing that about athletes when you get to know that they're awesome people. Uh, and as amazing as any LeBron story would ever be, it's, it's a bar none. I mean, that's a that's a upper echelon level superstar in the history of the planet, let alone anything else. But I'm sorry, I want to know, and I'm putting you on the spot here, do you have a favorite J.R. Smith story? Because that's a different level of humanity <laughs> is J.R. Smith. Um. <laughs> So my favorite calf during my time there. Okay. Uh, I, I just have this deep appreciation for JR. Um, I mean, every moment with JR is impressive. Uh, he is, he is, he's amazing. The, my favorite website, The Ringer, did a, uh, did a series called uh, The Summer of Shirtless JR Smith yeah. because he yeah, went well, to every event without a yes, shirt on. Yeah, that was, you know, that was going to be my, my moment. You know? Shirtless JR. They actually made t-shirts that were like the JR Smith shirtless t-shirt. It was a local t-shirt company. <laughs> it didn't look so good on me, but I did get one. Uh, That's it was awesome. incredible. I love that. 
Okay, so let's let's transition here a little bit and start talking uh, Loose City. We got the announcement just a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. or depending on when you're listening to this, just a couple of days ago, that uh, while April 11th has always been slated as the official opener of the stadium, April 11th is the home opener against USL competition. That is the that is the night with the bells, the whistles, the fireworks, yeah. the the Good special stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. We will, in fact, be having a game that Lucidity plays in Lynn Family Stadium before that, mm-hmm. four days before that. We are now going to be opening up the stadium against either Nashville United or Cleveland SC, and uh, we'll be doing that uh, on April 7th in the U.S. Open Cup. Good. You, you think good? I think good. Yeah? What, yeah. What, here's I, why. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, don't make me ask. No, no, no. Here's why. Here's why. Because... The U.S. Open Cup is kind of, for every Louisville City faithful, for all for all the fans, it's always been that thing, right? That like, how awesome would it be yeah. at this point to win the U.S. Open Cup? We've got two championships under our belt, right? Three Eastern Conferences. The Open Cup. Yeah. I feel like the first game being played, be it an Open Cup round, is very apropos. Because it's like, that's our, that's, that's, to me, that should be our next the next thing is what we're going after right like obviously you always want to go as far as you can USL right but like open cup that should be our thing I get that and it's a little bit to me the same token as like uh, Manchester City who uh, to them it's no longer about winning the the yeah. champion about winning the English Premier League they've won that several times and it feels like they're going to be in it every year it's about winning the Champions League that's the yeah. next thing to Man City to turn them into you know global elite dominating superpower. Yeah. We expect every year to compete in the USL that we'll be there, but uh, the Open Cup, it, it, it would it would send a different kind of statement. Gonna, I would be really excited about it. something extra to it. Also, oh no, another game I get to go to in our new state? <laughs> right. Shit, right. now count me out now. What, are yeah. you kidding me? You don't know, of course I want to go. Yeah. All the games, all of them. I want to go to all the games in the stadium as much as possible. I'm with you on that. I, I think that ultimately we're going to, especially in this first year, but 10 years down the line, even then, it's going to be as many chances as I get to spend time with yeah. the people that I spend time with and get to watch our boys play soccer. It's special. And the fact that this is going to be the first one, that to me is double special. Yeah. Double special. Mitch, what was the first Lou City game you ever got to watch in person? So it was the 8-3 last regular season game in Slugger last year. Nice. The, fi- the, the Slugger Field regular season finale. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. a good first game. That was, yeah, that sealed it. That is good. Did was... you think you were going to get fired when we fell behind 3 nothing? <clears throat> were you like, oh, God, this is my first game. <laughs> yeah. I am the worst What's luck happening? on the planet. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of like, you know, because I was with Brad, and Brad's kind of intense. And yeah. We're down, we're down 0-3, and – I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm getting this damn job. Like, <laughs> there's no way this is happening. Uh, this guy is about to punch me in the face, and I didn't even do anything. I just showed up. Um, but then we moved. We moved locations. I was like, we got to move locations. Got to change the lot. We got to change it up. up. We got to change it up. So then we moved to the press box behind Lance. And I think Lance, we just need to warm him up a little bit. Yeah. And then he almost lost his voice that night. Yeah, eight times eight. with Lucidity goal is a lot. Uh, I want to prep everybody for this. I, I should have mentioned it right off the top, and I apologize. But uh, we could be at any time during this podcast interrupted. 
Oh yeah. Just as a heads up that uh, if we go into panic mode or into, uh, we start just screaming incoherently, I want you to keep in mind that Mitch, while he's sitting here, you say you came from Atlanta and that's mm -hmm. where the family is. Uh, Mitch's wife is currently expecting their second child yep. and uh, could go into labor literally at any moment. And yeah. so if he gets that phone call, he is out of here. If and, he's just uh, not here, don't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loud noise. Uh, it's just me tripping over everything. Trying <laughs> to get to, get to the car. Um, maybe we'll maybe if she does call me, I'll see if she'll FaceTime. We can see kind of what's how yeah. things are. Have transpired. a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just like, are you sh really sure? Yeah. Is, <laughs> do, you know, do you know how Before long of a drive this is? Before I drive all the way there, <laughs> I want to make sure, sure you're really sure. That, just saying, we already have one. Like, yeah, are you sure? Right. It, it would one hundred percent be a, a first for our podcast. Eighty-five episodes in, we have yet to have anyone go into labor during the show. Uh, Andy's wife came close. You were only off by three days, I yeah. think, but uh, that was planned, so we felt pretty good about it. You need a C-section. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Okay, so now that we've got that caveat out of the way, let's let's return to our regularly scheduled soccer programming and uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the other news that's come out in the last couple of days. Uh, specifically, I want to talk a little bit about preseason schedule. Andy, did you see the preseason schedule got dropped that we know basically who we're going to yeah. be playing? Uh, did you see anything that made you go, ooh? I haven't really, I haven't had. You didn't dissect it. I, I got you. I haven't digested it. You're you're useless to me. Uh, with that being said, you got something. Stuff. There was something on there. You were like, mm. there there are. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. DC United is a cool game. We haven't played them in a preseason game before. I think that'll be a fun one. That's yeah. usually a good team, and it'll be a nice. That's our first preseason uh, pre game this year. That'll yeah. be a nice test uh, to sort of see where we're at. We just got to watch a couple of days ago. Uh, perennial USL Western Conference yeah. uh, contender Phoenix get kind of thrashed by bottom dweller in the MLS uh, Cincinnati. Which come on, uh, they, so <laughs> Cincinnati they're still playing. They are. <laughs> Cincinnati beat. God, I hate those people. <laughs> Cincinnati beat Phoenix three nothing, and uh, I think that that was sort of. You look forward to watching multiple preseason games to sort of learn what did we actually take from this? Do mm -hmm. we take from that that maybe FC Cincinnati has improved? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Or do we take from that that uh, Phoenix is maybe down a little? Because, I mean, we got to see Lou City uh, to give FC Cincinnati everything they wanted last year, and mm -hmm. that was at a really tough point in our season. Yeah. And we took them all the way into extra time at their place. This was a neutral site game, and Cincinnati thrashed mm -hmm. them. And so I look forward to finding out. And I think DC United will be a good one for that, where mm -hmm. you get to be able to tell real early. Because if you crush an MLS team, great news. Yeah. yeah. And if you get crushed by an MLS team, a good MLS team like DC United, it just sort of tells you, okay, there's work to be done. But, you know, sometimes you lose badly to an MLS squad. But it'll be a nice first test. Real is, on, is in there, isn't there? Oh, no, yeah, Real. Yeah, we're going to be playing so. them. Yeah. I'm going to get to that in a second. But uh, we also play Nashville as yeah. another game against a going-into-MLS opponent. Now, Nashville is a team that we always fared well against in their time at USL. Uh, it was a good little rivalry. It never got to fully bloom because of the announcement of MLS for Nashville. Uh, but that will be a fun 
rivalry game also, and uh, they also have a player that some people on the podcast uh, and in the world out there would have some interest in how he performs just by virtue of the fact that he used to play here, mm-hmm. and that is Cameron Lancaster has been getting uh, minutes and will be playing down there with Nashville. And uh, while I have no comment whatsoever about any of the perceived rumors about that guy, I'll just say that uh, he's always going to be a loose city guy in my mind, in my heart, and so I want him to perform well, except against us. Mm -hmm. So it'll be fun to watch that one. And then we go to Utah, Mm -hmm. where uh, you get three games in the Wasatch Cup, and they're three really nice little tests where you get – uh, that is Union Omaha is in yeah. there, and uh, the Colorado Switchbacks are in there. And then and we Real get March, the fun yeah. one, the rematch against uh, Real. God, I just hope we dominate them. I hope we, like, humiliate them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? I had their little – God, that keeper. I still think about that. Oh, yeah. Gosh. It was It was misery. Ugh. It was misery. Uh, especially – it was the exact opposite of almost all the other games in the lead-up where from about late August, we kept falling behind in games and coming back for draws or wins. And then uh, in this game, we get the early lead and find some way to not hold on to it, which uh, I talked to Hack about it a little bit earlier this week. And uh, he just said, you know, he's just chomping at the bit. He's just, he Uh, he wants those guys. You could just tell. Also, their keeper's kind of a jerk. I think he got picked up and moved on. I think the keeper got picked up and moved on, Doesn't but make it uh, less of a jerk. no, it does not. Um, with that being said, uh, playing that game out in Utah, I think that it's a great buildup, which is where you start with a game that you're supposed to lose, like a game that you know if you play well in it, awesome, but you're expected to lose, and then the Nashville game where we should be expected to compete, yeah, uh, but that it should be that it should be a competition. And then you really see how you stack up against the other teams that are in your league, but not guys you have to play until the final. So getting to play those games, I think I love the way that this preseason is designed this year. Mm-hmm. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then hopefully you, you beat Real and then come home. Because I think it's the last game before, uh, yeah. before they head back to Louisville. And then, then the season's on us. Yeah. And it's that quick. Uh, I know that there are conversations and discussions about other preseason games we might end up playing, uh, but I'll be happy if it's that five. Like, uh, if it's that yeah. five, you got to feel like, all right, we've got it. Yeah. Uh, Wasatch Cup, which would be a fun extra piece of hardware. We haven't played in any games where there are other trophies that are available, yeah. really. This is the first time we've played in a preseason tournament like this. Yeah. Uh, we happen to be sitting within about 10 feet of the yeah. hardware right now. Uh, it looks nice. It's yeah, just yeah. The, the lights from Whiskey Row are just like shining beautifully. It, 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 it glances off of it in a very appealing way. Yeah. Uh, and we've got enough of them that it's nice. But I'd like to find a home for a Wasatch Cup. I don't know what the Wasatch What's Cup will look, look like? like. I don't know. Uh, but I look forward to seeing a picture of it. And hopefully I, I look forward to being able to find some way to drink bourbon out of it. Because yeah. I'm assuming it's a cup. Otherwise they named it poorly. I hope that trophies in soccer never get away from the cup yeah. thing. Yeah, although the World Cup is not much of a cup. It's not. It's, it's in fact, just not a cup. They should go back to an actual cup. I'm down with that. Who do um, I need to call? Um, I believe that his... Mitch, you, you got no Who do I need to call? <laughs> I, think, I think that his name is Mr. Soccer. Like, it's, no. it's Mr. Soccer. 1-800-Mr. Soccer. Right. Mr. Soccer. Uh, 
But I'm, I'm, I think it's a really nice preseason schedule. I like yeah. the way it lined up. I like the way it uh, aims out. The whole thing feels like it builds properly, which is nice. Uh, and then uh, you get uh, whatever our time at home is. I think it's two weeks at home then before we end up going on the first game. Yeah. Uh, the first game is out in North Carolina again, which is a nice little rematch from our home opener. Yeah. I mean, our away opener loss last year. Yeah. So we could yeah. have what amounts to a really nice John Hackworth revenge tour <laughs> over the course yeah, of two weeks. So. Is that uh, the look in his eye? It, that might have been it. That might have been why he's got that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, we, I got a couple of chances to get to hang out with Hack in the past couple of weeks. And, man, he is uh, he's hungry. Like, you can just see it and uh, hear it that he is already laser-focused in right now. Just punches walls every now and then. Yeah. Just walks around mumbling to himself. <laughs> yeah. and I tell you, I've been at practice three times uh, since they were doing two-a-days two a over the last – you know, last week, there's an intensity. Guys are competing, mm. um, and that's that's what you get when you yeah. bring so many guys back. I mean, they're they're yeah. literally they looked gassed yesterday when I yeah. saw them um, after the little workout that we did. Um, but man, they're they were getting after it. it well, was, uh, guys are aggressive right now, trying to earn spots and yeah, and they get them. They're on a mission. You could tell. Yeah, you could just feel it. Yeah, it's one of the fun things about having a team like Lucidity have so much continuity mm-hmm. is the idea that all of these guys know what to expect from a Lucidity season that we plan on playing into November and that uh, you got to earn every second of playing time. Mm-hmm. And it sort of transitions nicely into something I wanted to talk about a little bit tonight, which is uh, with the roster being what it is as we currently sit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super hard to break into that 18. Yeah. The game day 18, just to get that, forget the starting lineup. The starting 11 will be brutally difficult. But to just be on the on the bench yeah. will be – I don't know. We're going to have guys, all league caliber players, who are going to struggle to find a way to get onto the bench. And that is nuts. Yeah. yeah. That is nuts. Uh, somebody posted a fake 11 the other day. I think it was Phil Durbin on Twitter posted uh, who he thought would be playing. Now, he had two guys on there that are not on our roster. Uh, he had Cameron Lancaster listed on there who's not on our roster, and he had uh, Josu Gomez listed on our on there who's not on our roster. So, I mean, I take that out of the equation, right. and I'll just tell you that the some, one of the commenters said, I would take that bench because he had the starters and then he had the bench. Yeah. He said, I would take that bench into a playoff game. Yeah. And I was like, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the names that come to mind, when I design an 11 for us right now, I put names exactly where you would think. Like, it's not even complex. It's not hard because there, there are so many good options. It's not hard to put together a lineup that just goes, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to very, very quickly, I'm going to say, if you assumed based on last year, that you saw Hubbard in goal, yep. Jimenez on the left, yep. Tosh as a center back, Ockford as a center back, Pat McMahon as a fullback, Paolo Del Piccolo and Speedy Williams in the midfield, Magnus Rasmussen at the 10, Ownby on the left, Hopano on the right, Spencer as the striker. That's a lineup that you could just put together without thinking. Yeah. That, oh yeah, that would totally make sense. A, none of those guys are guaranteed a starting spot. And B, I just made an obvious no questions about it lineup that didn't include Niall McCabe, yeah. that didn't include George Davis the fourth, 
that didn't include Napo Matsoso, who was our best player last year. Yeah. It is, that is going to be nasty. It doesn't include Corbin Bone, who we just brought in, who coming down to us from the MLS. Yeah. This is going to be a murderer's row to get on that team this year. Well, and if you're, if you're an opposing team, because opposing teams know that. Right, like they look at our roster and they're gonna be like, the thing is, there's no that means there's no sense of relief for them. There's yeah. no like, oh, they have to bring this guy in because this guy's tired. They have to bring this guy. There's no relief. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't get a break. Yeah. <laughs> You're not pumped up when you see Niall McCabe running no, on the field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's and like I say, yeah. nobody guaranteed a spot. <clears throat> that's just a historically maybe this would be what the lineup looks like. Yeah. But it's. It's an obvious thing, and then you start naming the names that aren't on there, and you go, well, wait a minute. You got, Niall McCabe has to be on the field. And you go, well, are you taking off Magnus? Yeah. Are you taking off Brian Ownby? All right, well, who? Who? It's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I cannot wait until these guys start oh, playing soccer for us. I know. It's going to be so much of a fun year, and that doesn't include guys like Abdu Jam, who I'm really amped up to see how he improved from year one to year two. I hope this is a year. Uh, I really hope this is I have no trouble imagining the idea of if he got starters minutes of him being an 18-goal kind of guy. Yeah. You can picture that. He was so close. Oh How many times God. did he hit the post last year? Heartbreakingly <laughs> close. There's so many times you watched him and it was like, oh, come on, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we say it every year. It's almost become a classic refrain. But is this the year that we get playoff Brian Ownby for a full season? He hasn't been able to stay completely fit yet. But man, if you got him completely fit for a whole year, I wonder. I just wonder what kind of numbers he puts. Dangerous, because he's scary out it's on the dangerous. field. When he's on the field, he always looks like the most dangerous player when he's out there. Yeah. And uh, you, we, if this is the year he can stay healthy and put it all together, it could be. It could be Katie bar the door. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. The place where he'll be playing is Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of talk about what are we going to call it. Are you going to say Lynn Family Stadium every, every time, Andy? I'm probably just going to say Lynn Fam. Lynn Fam, I like. Uh, I've heard people go into just the fam, which uh, I'm, I'm down with. I like the fam. I've heard yeah. some people calling it uh, Big Lynn as opposed to Little, Little Lynn, Lynn over at, uh, at uh, UofL's campus. There are people who want to call it the Slaughterhouse or the Abattoir because of uh, Butchertown. Yeah. Uh, I've heard... A couple of people calling it, uh, oh, what was the other? Oh, LFS, somebody gave me, just to just shorten it down to the initials, LFS. Mm-hmm. Called the Cleaver. Uh, Mitch, <laughs> is there one that you think, as, a, uh, as our vice president of marketing, is there something that you think oh, yeah. that sounds the most marketable? Those are all good choices. Aren't they? I know. A lot of options. I know. I think the building will tell us what it is. Uh, you know, when we get in there, mm-hmm. and it just... It, Whispers it, to it'll, us? It'll just, it'll just tell us. It, it talks to us. It speaks... Call me this. A la Field of Dreams. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, will. Mm. absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a vibe about it. It's going to be loud. Yeah. It's going to be so it's, loud in there. I met today with uh, the Groove Machine and the Capos, and uh, we were talking about how the Capo stands were going to be built over on the Butchertown supporters end, and uh, how where the Groove Machine was going to be positioned, and uh, Joe Valla was adamant about positioning and about this is how we make it the loudest this is where i have to be this is where the tenor sa- the tenor uh, snare drums have yeah. to be this is where and uh he walked it through us walked us through it it's gonna be Serious so business. unbelievably loud 
The players toured it, didn't they? Uh, like the guys toured it. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Mitch got to be on that tour. Yeah, yeah, we had um, we didn't have the whole team, um, but yeah, they they walked in that locker room, and it was like I don't even know if they knew how to react because it was so different from what yeah. <laughs> from what they've they've seen, especially around our league. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, they posted the video on Instagram. And that locker room is fancy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Man. It's, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Man, that thing is nice. They were more worried about where the ox cord goes for the music. <laughs> how, uh, the, how are they going to get that tune? How are they, they going to get... Uh, and, then, and then we actually... T- one of the guys turned it on. And it was... They are like, yeah, that'll work. Got to get pumped up. Yeah. It's going to be bumping in there. It's... Uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna be ready to go. Yeah. I had that pregame, that pregame playlist looks like. That's actually been a huge point of conversation lately about who controls that. Uh, because uh, for years, mm-hmm. that was Paco Craig's domain. Yeah. Paco oh, was the in-house music curator. Yeah. And uh, we wish nothing but the best for Paco wherever he goes. And I personally, by the way, I am an employee of Little City Football Club. And so anything I say is my opinion alone. He doesn't have to say that. Yeah. He doesn't. He's a guest. It's clear. It's made uh, clear. Well, uh, is not necessarily the opinion of Louisville City, our partners, our affiliates, or any of our sponsors. So it's my opinion only, but I'll say I hope that we get to see Paco Craig back here again. But uh, if we do not, we wish him the best of luck. Mm-hmm. But Paco's spot as the music man yeah. is up for grabs right now. and uh, Everybody's fighting for it. That's, that's, that's almost as big as the competition on the field. It is. I'd be curious who has the worst. I don't want to know who has the best musical taste. I want to know who has the worst music because... We would probably like the same music as the thing. I've been told reliably that Scott Budnick, our goalkeeper's coach, is not allowed to have any control <laughs> over music. Yeah, that's the only one I know. Amongst the players, I'm not sure, but they, uh, river band. Yeah. they tell me that Budnick is not allowed to pick the tunes. I'm sworn to secrecy. Okay. And I would never reveal secrets of inside the locker room. Yeah. I'll just tell you that they all want that job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They all do. Uh, it's a great locker room. It's a great facility. I've gotten to be doing the season ticket holder tours for the last several Sundays and will continue going forward. If you are interested in uh, taking a tour and you are a season ticket member, then uh, please go to the link. You can find it on lucity.com. You can also find it on our uh, on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Register, and I'll show, you, show off the stadium for you. Uh, and uh, for non-season ticket holders yet, my strong suggestion is that you become one, and if you are not yet one, then uh, call over to the ticket office, and some of those guys can be bribed into taking you on a tour before yeah. to try to seal that deal. Yeah. I, I do not allow that. I'm a season ticket holder purist, but uh, you know, with the right with the right convincing, it makes somebody a season ticket holder. Like if that if it, that clinches it, yeah, do it. I don't know how you take a tour and don't uh, like. It's I, just, I haven't. I, I'm trying to get them to take everyone in there because they're walking out yeah. as, as new huge fans of the team. And it's fun right now. There's a lot of traffic going in and out over there mm-hmm. as we take some of our new sponsor partners over to see what's going on. We take you know players and owners and season ticket holders and a lot of traffic in and out. And I have yet to see anybody who didn't walk out a little bit slack-jawed. Just yeah. like, oh, yeah. every, every Saturday? Yeah. Excellent. So it, it's a lot of fun right now. Um, in terms of uh, news, Andy, uh, you want to have a little purple stuff? You got a, you got a little cheers, a little purple stuff. Any Scouse's house news to be shared? 
Uh, yeah, kind of. Excellent. Uh, we just had our elections. Ooh. Yeah. No change. Some no change. change? Some change. Uh, okay. Jared. Jared Engler. <laughs> now holds an office. What is he? Scouse his head. What is he? He took half of Dave Thomas's job. Okay. So like mm-hmm. membership services? I think yeah, that he, was. Does, he does membership stuff. That's good. He's organized. Yeah. Computer guy. He, he'll put stuff together. Yeah, for as dumb as he is, yeah, he's pretty smart. For being a moron, he is bright. Yeah. Wait, no, I got that wrong. Not membership. Merch. Merch. Well, that's Jared double good. does merch. Yeah. So if, uh, do you guys have any idea yet what the merch will be this year? We don't. Okay. We don't yet. It's going to be awesome. I really liked the beanies. Actually, uh, Richard and uh, Melinda Feldman, Feldman yeah. were on a tour the other day wearing the Scouse's House beanies. I was like, beanies. nice. They're good. And uh, in case you were curious, a hard hat will go over it and fit on your head for your tour. So I'm not going to wear a hard hat. You absolutely are going to wear a hard hat or you're not going in. Can I just hold it? You can hold it on your head. Can I hold it? Okay. Yeah. No, no special treatment. None. I feel like that's dumb, but okay. Understood. Uh, so any other Scouse's House news besides mm-hmm. the elections? So that no. would be Scouse Join as the president. House if you're not already in Scouse's House. Yeah, Scouse as the president. David O'Connell as the vice president. Yeah. Uh, Dave Thomas as the treasurer. Yes. Okay. Um, no. No? See? I got this wrong. You did. I should have prepped better. I you never prepped for these. He doesn't. The first two of these we did... We like wrote down stuff, and after that, it was like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't talk about a thing I wrote. Exactly. Yeah. I know how those plans go. Go to Scouse's House website. You'll be able to go. find it. Yeah. Kenny's still in charge of the ones and twos for oh, us. Oh, yeah. Somebody's got to be. All right. Well, here's the other bit of Scouse's House news, which I am privy to, and I'm assuming Andy knows about this, but if he doesn't, there has long, long, since the introduction of this podcast, mm-hmm. been consternation. By folks that we exist on Podbean. That is the host for this podcast, Podbean. And we get constant questions about, why aren't you guys on iTunes? Why aren't you on iTunes? Why aren't you on iTunes? As of this podcast, this broadcast, Kenny Allward tells me that we will be on iTunes. So go go subscribe. Go uh, log in. And hopefully that the uh, eight people who listen every week... Will grow to like fourteen or fifteen people who I listen did, every week. To be fair, I did actually know that. Okay. I just thought it was more common knowledge. Oh well, it was not. Uh, Brad Estes. We what originally were going to uh, have a recording of Brad talking about this because Brad has always mocked us for being on Podbean. <sighs> that guy. And uh, Brad was going to be what recorded, guy. but <laughs> that guy. Jeez. I have a direct quote from President Brad Estes, and that is, "It's about time, you losers." That was his exact quote, so uh, there you go. It's about time, you losers. So uh, iTunes, welcome us. Here we are. Uh, That is all of the Scouse's House news I know of. Do you know of any more? Okay. Uh, Team news. Is there anything that you think we need to cover in terms of team news, Mitch? I would normally go through like basically everything on the website, but there's been a lot of announcements of like partnerships. The Baptist yeah. one we've re-upped, the Toyota yeah. one we've re-upped. Those yeah. are big deals and they're good deals, but uh, they are not uh, like sexy news for our podcast listeners. It's just like good, excellent. Yeah, I didn't want to bore everybody with that. Uh, I, and I get that. I respect, and that's, I respect the listeners. Which, way, way more than that. 
uh, and way more than I do, clearly, because I just shared it. Uh, and so uh, uh, while the rest of the team news uh, mostly has to do with scheduling at this point, we're yeah. talking a lot about uh, Open Cup around here right now. We're talking a lot about the schedule getting ready, and it's mostly just all hands on deck for the stadium. We Every day right now, there's stuff to be done to get that stadium up, ready, and operational. And so uh, it, it's funny, the, the most commonly asked question in the office right now is, where is so-and-so? And the most common answer to that is, they're at, they're they're at, at the, the stadium. stadium. So that's what's going on. Three trips today. And Three. each time I went, I was like, that wasn't up an hour ago. Yeah. It's crazy how it's changing. Yeah. There was like signs that were put up literally in an mm -hmm. hour. And there wasn't even anybody out there. I didn't see the signs. And the next thing you know, I come back an hour later. And there it is. It says Club and Suite Parking. Nice. Like, where'd that come from? I had. I almost, I almost ran it over ass. Oh, they're mowing. They mowed it today. They mowed it today. Yeah. Yeah. Tom was out there with uh, full winter gear on, sitting on the mower. They should let. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? They should let season ticket holders. Yeah, we're not giving you guys enough right now. Mow some of the grass. Come on. Mow some of the grass. <laughs> Everybody gets to walk at two feet and then trade oh, out another one. No, you can schedule it. <laughs> okay. Over the course of the season, right? Like guest bower, like the guest Zamboni guys at hockey games. Yeah, somebody gets to come and ride yeah, on the uh, yeah. Zamboni. We'll just put. We probably have a leftover chair. You know, like mm -hmm. doesn't fit in the row. We'll just attach it to the side of the mower. Yeah, yeah. like and a sidecar. Like, exactly. It's like an amusement, right? Exactly. You know, we'll just strap <laughs> it, strap you in. I'm trying to imagine what Tom's response would be when we told him we were doing that. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine in my head what he would yeah. say if we were like, hey, we're bolting a chair to the side of your lawnmower. Right, yeah. You have right. to wear your hard hat, though. Yeah, like, no, definitely no a hard hat. You have to put the hard I'll, hat. I'll, I'll put on goggles. I'll put on the, the safety glasses. Yeah, you don't want to get... No hard hat. Yeah, you don't want to get the yeah. grass flying off. You will not be enjoying it. The breathing mask. Your, yeah, you got to make sure. Chemicals. Uh, I am just through the moon right now about so excited for how close we are. Mm -hmm. uh, I talk about it regularly on the tours, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now that uh, as founding members, my wife and I never could have imagined where we're at now. Even at the uh, Metro Council meetings that we would show up to while we were lobbying for this, where we ordered pizza in that night to make sure everybody had some, uh, we went to the first three where they were just talking about it. We went to the last one where they actually voted on it. And even then, you couldn't imagine it. And then at the groundbreaking, you couldn't really imagine it. Now, I walk around in that place, and it's like, we could play soccer here, like, tomorrow. If there was a national emergency, a national soccer emergency. Let's call one. Uh, should we let's, should. Let's just call one. Now we're in. Why can't we just call one? I, I, have, I have keys. They're unwise. I have keys to the, uh, to the stadium to get in past the, uh, the gates. And when I got them, Brad made me promise that I wouldn't organize any 2 a.m. pickup games out on the that field. Ridiculous. I'm thinking that could be a soccer emergency. But uh, the field itself looks great. The stadium, you could, you could put people in there. I mean, I know there are legal reasons and insurance reasons and stuff why we won't and can't. They haven't stocked it with bourbon yet. Do we really want to? That's the other risk. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you told everybody, hey, listen, we're going to have a friendly. Uh, come and watch. But you have to BYO bourbon. There would be no shortage of attendees no. for that game. Oh, and no shortage of bourbon. No. No. You're right. Uh, one thing I do want to put on people's radars right now before we, uh, before we wrap this bad boy up. Andy, where are we at on time right now? Where are we doing here? 
we're right where I want to live right now. Honestly, this is ideal. Uh, I do want to put on people's radars again. I had talked about uh, the nomination forms for uh, for advi- supporters advisory board. Mm-hmm. Get your people involved in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I need to hear from people that aren't Andy and Scouse and uh, the ten Coopers that I hear from every day. I need to hear from other people. Uh, about what we like, what we don't like, what we should be doing, what we should stop doing immediately. Uh, So that thing should go live next week. And when it goes live, get nominating and uh, get get some people in here to tell us what we're doing wrong and what we're doing well, because I'm not smart enough to be able to figure it out on my own. And uh, while Mitch might be, he's very busy. So (laughs) definitely not smart enough. (laughs) Uh, So please do that. And then the second thing I wanted to put on everybody's radar is it's happening. We're going to be doing away trips again, like we did for the playoffs last year, uh, where we went, where we got some busloads of folks and took them to Pittsburgh and to Indy. Uh, those were some of the best times I had last year, and I think the supporters agreed with us. And uh, I, it was told to me very clearly we had to do it. All of the details aren't worked out yet, but start planning on the idea that we're going to Pittsburgh on March 21st. Uh, you'll see announcements coming out. You won't get left behind on this. We've still got to figure out some of the logistics of it, but we're going to Pittsburgh. And so uh, be ready. If you wanted to go on that trip with us, I want you to come with me. And uh, the, it's, I, I say it whenever we talk about road trips, but it's the bottom line truth. You don't know what kind of fan you are until you've gone on one, and you don't know what the energy of our fan base is like and how it compares to other teams until you go on one of these trips. Because 90% of the time when we show up to an opposing stadium, even if it's 80 of us and 6,000 of them, we are the louder, better crowd than their people. And you change your family allegiance. Like you become a part of that Purple family your first away trip. So uh, we're going to do the best deal we can in terms of uh, making the price as low as we possibly can and uh, still be able to afford to do it. And so be ready. Start thinking. The other ones are later in the year. I'm not. You don't necessarily have to start planning for them yet, but we're definitely going to Pittsburgh. And uh, that's March 21st. That is right around the corner. How long of a drive is that? It's just under eight hours. Just under eight. And we go. We party. We win. We get on the bus. We party, and then we're home, and it's nice. So uh, you leave in the morning, you arrive home in the morning, and uh, we have an amazing time. And uh, I can't describe it to you until you've done it. And so uh, this is the thing that transitions people from being like, oh, I really like the team. I'm so glad I'm a season ticket holder, into being, come on, all the time. Uh, If you want to be like that with me and Andy, then uh, please join us on one of these trips, because it's going to be a hoot. A hoot. Mitch, do you have anything that you feel like you need to share with the crowd? Anything uh, special going on besides, you know, the imminent birth of your daughter? <laughs> yeah. Um, still haven't got a call, so we're not going to be able to go live, you know, in labor. But Excellent news. We still got 10 minutes. I'm right? right? really so sure how we still... would have handled that, to be come honest. On. <laughs> come on, baby. Let's go. Um, no, we're working our tails off right now. We're, I mean, it's um, – I'm really excited. Um about you know everything we got going on it's um we got some great people on board um everybody's working hard um try to make make the city proud and um put on a heck of a show this right season, on. you know try to get we need we need another one of 
those big cups. One of the we'll big take ones. A, I mean, obviously, we'll take a little cup and then a big cup. On the but, way. But, yeah, yeah we, we need more. If five cups over there looks really nice, I'd like to end the season with nine. If we could win the Wasatch. Yeah. And then you could win the, the, uh, the Eastern Conference. You yeah. could win the uh, U.S. Open Cup yeah. and win the USL Cup. That would be a nice year. Yeah. That would be all That'd right. That would be a very nice year, yeah. <laughs> no pressure on our guys be at all. Very nice year. We talk regularly about the idea that I can't even imagine what it's like for those guys. We're so proud of how hard they work and how intense they are and how ready they are and how much they understand our culture. But can you imagine the, the pressure of being the, the first day you show up to Lou City? Like Corbin Bone and Jimmy Oxford showing up and being told, <laughs> uh, so uh, we always go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And then being like, well, that's really hard to do. I've played for a lot of teams, and uh, Cincinnati <laughs> didn't make it, and Nashville didn't make it, which is where they we know, both we were. Know Cincinnati didn't make it. Right. Uh, but that's where Corbin Bone was and where Jimmy Oxford were. And so uh, we, they show up, and they're like, I played on some really good teams. And they did. Yeah. They didn't go to the Eastern Conference Finals. We go every year. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. It's wild. That's uh, crazy. And you got to get a special kind of person that can internalize that and then turn it into performance. Instead of just melting, yeah, uh, got to get a guy like Andy. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, have you started working on Sandy Lowenstein? I'm sorry, Leo's uh, <laughs> on his ball control at all yet? A little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll like work his legs a little bit. Right. Flex him a little bit. Give him like push him, make him push on my hand. Sure, there you go. Maybe maybe a little soft spot hardening techniques for uh, future head. I did clearances. hit his head on his uh, on his carrier today. That was. Oof. Did I you, mean, barely. Did you like, feel like a horrible person? Then? On him, he yeah. kind of looked. He didn't even cry. Like, he kind of looked at me like, "Dad, what are you doing, bud?" Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I screwed up a lot. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> right? Like, they don't break. No, you, you know? do things you're sometimes. Like, in the heat of the moment, you're like, oh, yeah. "I just killed my kid." Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah, but you didn't. Uh-huh. So I had I had Duncan on my shoulders one time, and we were going into a store, and. Clipped it. Oh. Yeah. So it, yeah, he got he got the door, and I'm like, oh man, I feel terrible. I don't even think about it. He was having the time of his life, you know, <laughs> <laughs> until he wasn't. It's always stunning to me with children of any kind that uh, the sometimes something will happen that you're like, oh my god, that child's gonna be mangled, and they hop up laughing. Yeah. And then sometimes something will happen, and you're like, oh, they're fi- oh crap, yeah. and they think that they've been murdered. And uh, I'm, the kids are special that way. I can't even get out of bed. I I hurt. Yeah. You know, I ache and yeah. I, I feel like I'm. We're now in a Monday night bowling league and I'm still in my Tuesday night soccer league. And Wednesday is the most painful day I have. I didn't know that bowling would be so painful to me, but my plant leg and my butt cheek, yeah. the plant leg butt cheek, are in agony on Tuesday. And then I play soccer and Wednesday I just can barely, I can barely function. I think that means you're doing it right in bowling. That's what I think. I think that means you're giving it your all. Are you good? I'm all right. I bowled a 174 in the last okay. uh, in the last game that we played, and to me, that's fine. Like, I, and not fine. That was really good. I'm about a 140-ish guy usually, so 174 was a nice round for me. Okay. Mitch, you much of a bowler? Um, I, when I was a kid, yeah, we bowl all the time. Nice. Yeah, my grandfather was a heck we, of a bowler. We but took yes, you out. That was like the thing. We took you, you out there I think tonight. I was born in a bowling alley. I think wow. that's, that's actually where I was. <laughs> we born. took you out there tonight. What are you rolling? Um, I just hope to break a hundred. There you go. Point, you know? Adequate, Andy. It's I've seen Andy bowl. Yeah. It's about if I break a hundred, I'm like, yeah, it's a victory yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. 
Andy uses my favorite method of bowling, which is I'm going to throw the ball as hard yeah. as I yeah. humanly can. Yeah. And if it happens to hit pins, then awesome. And all of them are going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, like the, I like bowling with Andy at places where they have the speedometer because that oh, yeah. then becomes his, uh, that then becomes his strike. Yeah. He doesn't care how many pins he hits. No. Oh, I no, threw no. it a mile an hour faster than last time. The pins, game, the pins you will know? remember. You know that one nine pin? <laughs> you know, it's like there and it's just wobbling. It'll remember next time. It's not right. messing with Andy just, again. You know what? I'm just, I'm not going to do that because it's just me and the ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All the I'll other play people. my own game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. The mental game with the pins. Exactly. I like it. Alright, uh, I've been finishing my tours, I haven't been finishing them, that's a lie. I've been, at, when I, we stopped by the Cooper's section in the uh, tours, I've been saying this, and I'm going to make it now a little bit of a rallying cry for me and for this podcast, I think. Which is, if you are listening to this podcast, if you're a season ticket holder in general, and you are not yet a member of one of the supporters groups, doesn't matter which one, join Scouse's House. That's what we're representing right now, and obviously Andy and I are big fans of it. But uh, join the Coopers. We respect what they do, and uh, it's massively important to what happens in the game. Join Sheep's Pen. It's brand new. They're just getting started, and you can really have an impact on the direction of their, uh, yeah. of their uh, organization going forward. Join these groups, though. What they do is not free, and it changes the entire dynamic of the game. If you showed up to a game and there was no drumming, and there was no smoke, and there were no flags waving, and there were no flags out in the outfield, and there was no heckling that you could hear out in the stands, mm -hmm. it would lose 80% of what makes American soccer so special and so much fun. Join one of the supporters groups, because what they're doing isn't free, and you're benefiting from it at every game. And so I recommend pick one, pick all three, join them, and, uh, and help them out, because it's, it's important to what we try to accomplish. And while the front office we can try to facilitate things for them. All of the best stuff that comes out of uh, American soccer comes independently and organically from the supporters. Yep. Yep. You agree with that? Yeah, join a group. Make your pitch for why it should be Scouse's house. Which is better. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That'll do. If you met Scouse, you would, you would just join. That's a fair, that's a fair selling point yeah. right there. Uh, Mitch, what was your first Scouse, uh, uh, Scouse meeting like? Um, I met him in the press box at the, you know, the, the last game in Slugger, and um, he was trying to convince me to come out to Scouse's house because he snuck in bourbon that night. Yeah. Instead of rum. Usually like, he brings the crack in rum. Yeah, but he's rum. like, it's some sort. this is important. This is yeah. the last game here, so it's bourbon yeah. tonight. Come see yeah. it. I didn't feel at all bad as a team employee who knew what Scouse was doing. I didn't feel at all bad not turning him in when I started working for the club. No. Yeah. I was like, you know what? But next year we make money off of concessions, so Scouse, yeah. you're going to have to stop bringing in your own. Ha. You can tell him that. Yeah, <laughs> good, good luck. I'll just warn security in you guys' section. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, Scouse, I would never do that to you. Uh, I think that's all I got, man. You got anything last to add, Andy? That's it. Mitch, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. This is great. We appreciate it. Mitch Reed, ladies and gentlemen, Vice President, Sales and Marketing, Lou City. Uh, if, you, if you see him at a game, say hello. Uh, he is perfectly friendly and also very receptive. So if you yeah. guys have got ideas and stuff, uh, it's I, I've really enjoyed since he started here watching him uh, sort of when you come from basketball and from football and from hockey the way you have and come into soccer it's a completely different animal the fans and what the expectations from the supporters are of a club and I've really enjoyed watching Mitch take that to heart and really pay attention to what's being told to him about that because until you experience it you just don't know 
And uh, so please uh, reach out. Uh, if you guys see him, uh, welcome him, offer him a uh, mazel tov on the imminent birth of his child. And uh, that's what I got. Well, I can only think of one way that's appropriate to finish any podcast, and that's by saying a simple, clear, go, go city. city.